0: Today, when we hear, there's quite a big contrast before the first reading and the gospel. And uh, the first reading, of course, is from Job. And uh, let's go to Job in the Old Testament, of course. Not Job, but Job. (laughs) Angelo says, Job, give me a job. You know, Job, it's Job. Anyway, and he starts, and as I was preparing, you know, for the to preach, I says, oh, does this feel right? (laughs) It fits. Is not man's earth a drudgery? Are not the days of those of a hireling? He is a slave who longs for the shade. You know, and he says, in my bed, when shall I arise? And the night drags on. I'm filled with restlessness until the dawn. You know, so Job is just complaining that life is difficult. You know, I was sitting there talking to a priest friend of mine yesterday who's going through a lot, a lot of stuff. And I said, life is difficult, but God has a plan. You know, I had my, on Friday, I come walking in from school. And my secretary down at St. Luke says, you know, Father, it's been a very long time since I've seen you smile. And I says, yes, I know, because it's, life is difficult <laughs> there right now. It's a, it's a difficult time, you know, and every bloody thing you can imagine going wrong, is going wrong. And so that's where Job is. Do you ever feel that way? Yes. Do I ever feel that way? Yes. Is it okay? Yes. But what needs to happen? You know, when we're feeling like Job, what needs to happen to us, to me, to you, to all of us, is we need to be ministered to by the Word. And that's what Paul and Jesus are talking about, are they not? Paul, if you go here, and we'll start with Paul. Paul's talking in 1 Corinthians, chapter uh, 9, verses 19 and following, and uh, two for the uh, people who were down at the uh, classes, it's 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 4, I was giving you, you know, no one can say Jesus is the Lord except the Holy Spirit, so (laughs) I I knew it was Romans, Corinthians, all the same thing, huh? So, but now, for the rest of us, we're going with 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 19 and following. Although I'm bound by no one, I have made myself the slave of all so as to win over as many as possible. You know, so he's talking about that he, the whole purpose of his life is to win people to Christ. That's it. I became a Jew to the Jews. I became to bound those by the law. To those not subject to the law, I became like one subject to it that I might win those not subject to the law. To the weak, I became weak person with a view to winning the weak. I have made myself all things to all people in order to save at least some of them. And so he's saying, you know, that I have to sit there and I got to preach the gospel. But, you know, we end it there. But underlined and circled in my Bible, we go on beyond what was said today. Verse 24 and following. You know that while all the runners in the stadium take part in their praise, the award goes to one man. In that case, run so as to win. Then here, in verse 26, I do not run like a man who loses sight of the finish line. I do not fight as if I were shadow boxing, and here I am just underlined a thousand times with stars next to it. What I do is discipline my own body and master it, for fear that having preached to others, that I myself may be rejected. Which is very possible, huh? Just because I'm preaching to you every week doesn't mean I'm going to heaven. After having ever preached to others, after having, you know, soon I'm going to have my tapes uh, for the one on sin, uh, thousands of people here uh, here in the next two months. You know, they're sending out Mary Foundation. I said, you know, Father, you're going to have thousands and thousands of people throughout the world listening to your tapes. You're going to have a lot of invites to do talking. <laughs> I said, I don't have time. Thank you very much. But after being heard throughout the world and everything, I know very clearly after every preach to others, I could be lost forever because of pride, because of selfishness, because of arrogance, because not allowing Jesus to be totally in charge of my life. So what do I have to do? I have to discipline myself. I have to deny myself. And i got to listen to the gospel in my own heart, in my own life first. got to be a disciple of the word first. And I do that by being active to other people, but I do that by listening and reading and getting in the word every day. Are you people that get into the word of God every day? Are you a disciple of the word? Do you let God in his spirit preach to you first? Because we cannot preach to others unless we let the word of God preach himself to us. To get really convicted by the word of God. And that needs to be happening in my daily time of prayer you know again and again when i sit there and again i was talking to this priest friend of mine i said you gotta are you praying he goes no i'm kind of thinking god is mad at me right now i says no you know you need a savior now you know it you gotta let the word of god convict you and heal you and bring you life you gotta let god embrace you now more than any other time in your life It's when we most are in need of God that we got to go to him. What does the devil tell us? Run from him. You're not worthy. He's mad at you. Get out of here. But that's not God. Here it is. Paul says, I want to be all things. I'll become weak with you. Now, what does that say about God with us? The word of God says, here's Paul. I became weak with those who are weak. What's that mean about God? He becomes weak for those who are weak. He becomes a Jew for those who are Jews. He becomes this because of this. He comes and he meets us where we're at. That is very important. Jesus, our God, the Word of God, meets us where we are in order to save us. So that you and I need to be there. Don't try to be anywhere else except where you're at right now with God. And let him meet you where you're at. If you're depressed, well, be depressed. If it's not going well, well, let it not go well. Let God meet you there. Because that's where he asked to meet me. That's where he asked to meet you. And if you feel like Job, it's okay right now. Let God meet you there. But then after he does, let's go to the gospel. And this is where everything starts giving us some hope. Where does he meet Peter's (laughs) mother-in-law? She's sick. And Jesus met her where she was at. Immediately upon leaving the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon and Andrew. This is, I'm sorry, Mark chapter 1, verses 29. Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and the very first thing they did was tell him about her. He went over to her, he grasped her hand, he met her where she was at. He didn't say, hey, get her to stand up and bring her out to me. You know, what is this sickness? Get out of here, what are you doing? He went to her, he met her where she was at. He grabbed her by the hand and helped her up, and he helped her up, and the fever left her. She began to wait on him. Jesus wants to minister to you and me, meet us where we're at, and help us up. What a great Savior we have, huh? What a great Savior who comes to minister to us, to preach the good news to us, And again, if you go down there, it says there uh, later on here that he came to preach the good news. He helped her after sunset. They brought him many people before long, the whole crowd. He cured many, but he would not permit them. He cast out demons. Simon, his companions, managed to track him down. Everyone is looking for you. He said to them, let us go on to the neighboring villages so that I may proclaim the good news there also. That Jesus came to proclaim the good news that he loves us, that he's come to heal us, that he's come to set us free from our demons, from our sicknesses, from our depressions. That needs to be hope that God ministers to us. And so the best thing for us to do is to minister to others is to preach to them the good news. You know, again, as I was talking to this person yesterday, after I said, you have to let God, then I start giving him the good news. All God makes all things work together for good. To those who believe in him and are called by his decrees. I had to preach the good news. And he had to grasp that good news. So once we're sitting there and we allow Christ to minister to us, then what must we do? Minister to others. Preach the good news, huh? That means I am know the word of God, that I can speak the word of God to others. Do you know the word of God? You know, Catholics are terribly messed up about those. The other night, I got a call at the Friday, Thursday night, 12.15 at night. And as it was 12.15 at night, I was dead asleep or almost asleep, you know, that in between where you're just trying to get there. And the phone rings, and it was one of my college kids, and he says, Hey, Father, we're having an argument here. Are women allowed to be ordained? And I says, No. I said, Is that the only reason you called me? Yeah. I said, Did you have to call me in the middle of the night? I said, They're ask me that. If it's a problem, please call me. But this... But I see, the problem with this is, is he doesn't know the Word of God, so he has to go ask an authority. And a lot of people who are Catholic do the same thing. They let it for Father to know. Well, I don't know those questions. I, let me ask Father. And if it's 1 o'clock in the morning, well, Father will tell me. But see, you're supposed to know it. This is your Word, too. You and I got to know the Word. We need to be proclaiming the Word. And the reason we're not proclaiming it is because a lot of us don't know it. So what has to happen? We've got to discipline ourselves, as it says, as Paul did. Discipline ourselves to get into the Word, to know the Word, that I may proclaim the Word. I know the Word so it can heal me. I proclaim the Word so I can heal others. You got it? That's the call. So my challenge to you today is this, simply, that you and I spend time in the Word every day. And if you don't have a disciplined time in the Word, that you stop today and you say, okay, it's time. It's time for me to start reading the Word of God so that I can proclaim it. That time aside every day, and please don't start with Genesis and read it through. Don't you dare, because then you'll read it like a book, and it'll bore you. You'll stop in Leviticus because you'll be sleeping. You've got to start reading the epistles, epistles a letter. Read the Ephesians, a letter to Galatians. Read Timothy, Titus. Read, uh, stay with the epistles first. Spend some time with them. And when you read it, read it until God smacks you between the head with a crowbar. And then stop and talk to him about it. Read it until he hits you with something. Stop. Discuss it with Almighty God. Then you will grow in the word. Then you'll be able to preach the word. Okay? So today, we've got to know where we're at. We've got to let God minister. And he meets us where we're at, and he comes to help us up. And then we've got to know that word, let the word of God minister us to us so that we can go out and preach and minister to others. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen.